Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh. He really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband. Wife. Uh, do you remember what happened last time on Friday? Um, no. I really don't. <laughs> it's been it's been days since we've done this, so like we kind of do them in spurts, and we like collect a bunch of episodes, and then we don't, and then I work, and then I do other things, and I listen to things, and I'm like, what did we talk about? Uh, I know it's just that you you thought about trying. And I thought then, about trying, but then I was like, nah. I know nah. I was just like shaking my head try. at you, like no. Yeah. Um. So Moses has been going over. Everything that's happened, like the story thus far. That's right. We're like recapping this shit. Yeah. And the last bit that he got up to was um, he was telling them about how he spent 40 days and 40 nights without food and water. Oh, wait. No, it was like 80 days because he fucking came down and then. Okay. Stop. Sorry. What I'm getting to. Sorry. Um, He's like, he came down and they were doing idolatry things and he was like, God damn it. And dropped the tablets and broke them and, you know, yes, all that. Okay. I do know that. So we're we're about to go into the next bit now, the bet, the next part of the recap. Okay. All right. So, well, let's, uh, let's go into the next part of the recap, which is Deuteronomy chapter 10. Correct. All right. Let's get into this. Okay. Okay, so Deuteronomy chapter 10. Okay. The second tablets of stone. The second. This is like a sequel of tablets. I know. It's <laughs> just, I, I still go back to when we first read this and I shit my pants because I had no idea that there was a previous set. I had seen things where like I'd seen cartoons where like tablets were broken and stuff, but I didn't know that it was like. Actually, a thing from the Bible. I thought it was just a joke that, like, they had broke the the tablets or something. Like, oops. Well, no, usually in cartoons when you see them broken, it's in reference to when Jesus comes, he is supposed to be what broke the tablets. That's not a reference to, oh, by the way, this is a second draft. I I don't know. I, okay. I'm, I'm telling you, like, like. The Old Testament and the New Testament, Jesus is supposed to be the bridge between them. And so... Right, I get that. I get that. So... I don't feel like that that's where the cartoons that I was seeing were... I don't feel like that's what they were referencing, honestly. Well, I think you're wrong. But you didn't see the cartoons (laughs) that I saw. So how would you know? Because I've seen cartoons with the broken tablets, And you just assume that they're the same fucking one. I did assume they're the same fucking one. Did it ever occur to you that you might be wrong? Never. Not even once. You know what? I already knew the answer to that. And I already knew the answer was (laughs) it never occurred to you that you were wrong. Because I'm seldom wrong when I'm arguing with you. Why are you laughing? It's true. I'm almost always right. Our audience knows okay. I'm right. <laughs> okay. How many times have I called you out as being wrong on this podcast? How many times have you been wrong on this podcast? Probably quite a few, but I, I'm just like, yep, that was probably wrong. I'm almost always right. But sometimes I admit it and I'm still right. I find out later. Whatever. And I'm like, nope, no, wife was no, wrong. No, no, yeah. I'm not having that. Okay. Right. So anyways. Anyway. 
any way. Any ways. No. Any ways. No. At that time, the Lord said to me, hey, chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones. Also, make a wooden ark, a sacred chest to store them in. Come up to me on my mountain and I will write on the tablets the same words that were on the ones you smashed. Wait, he told... Then place the tablets in the ark. That sounds a little flippant. Like, I know. Just like offhandedly, yeah, make an ark and make a this and then come on, come on back up, man. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll do this again. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just rewrite I'll them for you. I'll see you on Tuesday, okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. It does sound a little flippant. And it wasn't exactly a wooden fucking arc. There was a lot more to that fucking... Do you remember what's involved with that fucking arc? There was, like, entire chapters... Oh, my God. ...around the... It was awful. ...the units of measurement. <sighs> and on the north side and the east side and the west side and the, the south side. arc can just, you know, kiss my fucking ass. The upside and the <laughs> underside. Yeah. Yeah. So I made an arc of acacia wood and cut two stone tablets like the first two. Then I went up the mountain with the tablets in my hand. He made the ark. Apparently he made the he ark. He made the ark? He made the ark. That's not what I recall exactly. It just took him a couple seconds. Yeah, he, he just, just made whipped the ark. it out. Yeah. Wait, no, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't right. Once again, the Lord wrote the Ten Commandments on the tablets and gave them to me. They were the same words the Lord had spoken to you from the heart of the fire on the day you were assembled at the foot of the mountain. Says Moses. <laughs> <laughs> then I turned and came down the mountain and placed the tablets in the Ark of the Covenant, which I had made just as the oh, Lord shit. commanded me. And the tablets are still there in the Ark, period. I'd like to know where this thing is. <laughs> Didn't you see Indiana, in, yeah, Jones? Indiana Jones? Yeah, it's I in know. a warehouse. Right. Duh. Only warehouse 13. Warehouse 13. Yeah. There, there it is. That's where it's at. Oh, we have a parenthesis. Ready? Okay. Footnote. The people of Israel set out from the wells of the people of Jachan and traveled to Moserah, where Aaron died and was buried. His son Eleazar ministered as high priest in his place. Then they journeyed to Gudgoda, Gudgoda, <laughs> and from there to Jotbatha, a land with many brooks and streams. At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and to stand before the Lord as his ministers and to pronounce blessings in his name. Oh These God. are their duties to this day. That, that is, <laughs> that that's is like, that's like recapping. Like we went through all that in so much detail in, in the Bible mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And they just recap it. Like it's nothing. It's a footnote. It's a parenthesis. It's a parenthesis. I'm still in the that's parentheses. Like, that's like, but hold on though. But like what you just covered just there, that was like painful chapters and chapters and, and chapters of bullshit and that boredom. we had to read through. And they're just yeah. like, here's a quick parenthesis by the by. I mean, aren't you glad they're not repeating it? I am. I am, but hey. I'm a little irritated too. Right. Like this is all this is all it took, guys. Yeah. This is yeah. all this is all we needed. That is why the Levites had no share of property or possession of land <laughs> among the other Israelite tribes. The Lord himself is their special possession, as the Lord your God told them. End parentheses. <sighs> as for me, I stayed on the mountain in the Lord's presence for forty days and nights, as I had done the first time. And once again the Lord listened to my pleas and agreed not to destroy you. I have to I have to ask one question. <laughs> Just one question. And, okay. and this is going back a, a step here. Okay. But was the ark, as we read it the first time, was it built between the first trip up the mountain and the second trip up the mountain? I honestly... Because I felt like it wasn't. I, I felt like it wasn't, but I could be wrong. I felt like it was made after he came back 
down the mountain with the, right. the second draft. Yeah, and then they killed the 3,000 people and then, you know, building a fucking ark for it. Right. That's what I thought, Only too. it wasn't Moses and it was fucking way involved. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, there was like artisans and all kinds of shit. Right, right. And it took many days, not uh, just a I'd couple I'd say minutes. more than days, but okay, yeah. Right, I mean, right. It, the, the way they're making this sound is just like it's nothing and I'm like no I labored through that section of the Bible <laughs> you're making this seem like I didn't have to and I'm I mean I didn't have you're to a little but put we did out. you're so, a little put out I mean I'm a little angry about that yeah <laughs> um, that's what you're angry about well today 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 it could be something else in another sentence I mean or this two. could get much worse yeah, so you want to I just said it could be something else in another sentence or two <laughs> yeah you want to like let's yeah I'll, rain hold, it I'll, in. I'll rein in my uh, anger here yeah Then the Lord said to me, get up and resume the journey and lead the people to the land I swore to give to their ancestors so they may take possession of it. Okay? Okay. Next section, what God requires. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? He requires only that you fear the Lord your God and live in a way that pleases him and love him and serve him with all your heart and soul. Is that all? (laughs) If someone asks if you're a God. You say yes. Just love him, fear him. Don't question. Don't do any whatever. I mean, fuck off. All you have to do is grovel on the ground like a worm and and be a piece of shit. Also, there's that fear thing again. Yeah, I I, want to hammer that home. Don't forget to be scared. scared. Yeah, don't forget to be scared of the motherfucker. Never not be scared. And you must always obey the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good, because you don't have free will. Well, I mean. Yeah, sure. If you give you up, you do, your, but you die. But if you give up your free will, then you get to go to heaven. Right. Maybe if I don't kill you first, because yeah. I'm capricious. Sure, sure. Look, the highest heavens and the earth and everything in it all belong to the Lord your God. Yet the Lord chose your ancestors as the objects of His love. Hmm. Your His love. I mean, yeah. Could he you, he chose. You remember when he chose Noah? Um, he killed everybody else. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, like, there's just similar stories like that that make me think that... Could you just not love me so much? Maybe I mean, don't love me at all. Just go away. Like, he, he doesn't like a lot of people, apparently. He doesn't like any people. <laughs> and he's ready to just, you know, off entire populations of people. He's ready to give them the Thanos snap yeah, any, right. any second yeah. of the day. But then, then, then there's this whole period of time since... The Bible, apparently, where he just doesn't kill people at all and doesn't do anything. He disappeared. Yeah, he's he's missing. Yeah. Oh God, where where are you? Where art thou? Where, oh <laughs> where art thou? And he chose you, their descendants, above all other nations, as is evident today. It, except that okay. he he didn't though, because he had his hand over other peoples as well, according to his own story. Right. He had other people that he was like, don't take their land for they are under my protection, too. This is just one story of many, and we don't get to know the other stories. It's interesting to me that we have to read this book as a – so this is God's word, right? And it's supposed to pertain to us today Mm -hmm. as a a group of people who are supposed to still worship God if we're Christian or Jewish or whatever, right? Right. Okay. So it it strikes me that – we're supposed to read this as some sort of a historical text that also, on top of being a historical text, also applies to us directly today. But then when you read it as if it applies directly to us today, it makes no fucking sense. I mean, they don't even have Netflix. 
I'm just saying, like, you can't, like, when you say, this is what I've said to you, and it still holds true today, and it's like, no, we don't still walk everywhere. Or right. we don't, you know, like, I mean, there's just things in here that just don't make sense as right. to, right. like, if you wanted us to actually hear and see your word, maybe you should have resolved to, like, update this once a millennia. Yeah. That <laughs> actually could have been cool. I mean, cool doing some really heavy lifting there. But, yeah, right. Um, better, question mark? Yeah, I mean, just just for like you know to keep up with the times, I don't you know? know, like every thousand years or so, maybe yeah. every five hundred years. I mean, people would just say that that's what the New Testament is is kind of like a revision update, probably. Probably. But I don't see it that way exactly. No. Like if it was a revision or update, you'd leave out this shit where he was, you know, a piece of crap. Yeah. yeah. So just saying. That's true. But whatever. All right. Sorry. Therefore, change your hearts and stop being stubborn. Stop it. Yeah. For the Lord your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords. He is the great God, the mighty and awesome God who shows no partiality and cannot be bribed. Wait, he chose the Israelites. Mm-hmm. They just said he shows no partiality. Right. That's a lie. <laughs> he specifically partiality uh, the, 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 them out. I was trying to be funny and then I lost my thing and just stuttered a lot. But he he specifically chose them as his people. Right. So that's partial. Yeah. Okay. He's partial to the Israelites, but no uh, among them he's not partial, except that he's partial to Israel or to uh what's his name, Moses. Yeah. So when he's partial to people that, you know, listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's partial, Definitely. but he, but he can't be bribed. But okay. he can be he can be bribed. He can be cajoled. You know what? Yeah, I was gonna say he can kind of be bribed because Moses bribed him into, um, like don't kill the people because then the Egyptians will be like, ha ha, you're not strong yeah. because your people suck. So yeah, he, he used his ego to like right. bribe him into not killing his people. He bribed him with the prize of the bribery being um, the sh- a show of strength. Right. So yeah. I mean, yeah. He can be cajoled. He is partial and he can be bribed. Right. Yeah. He ensures that orphans and widows receive justice. I don't know about all that. <laughs> he shows love to the foreigners living among you. I don't know. By what? That. Not killing them? And gives them food and clothing. <laughs> Ooh, that's a high standard there. I mean, that's pretty low on Maslow's, um, <laughs> right. you know, hierarchy of needs. Yeah. You won't die. You, I mean, maybe the bare minimum is clothing, food, and shelter. So he doesn't. Right. He, he allows them two of the three of of the the lowest. That's two thirds. Come on. And we're supposed to be grateful for that. I mean, yeah. Come uh, on. I refuse. Okay. So you too must show love to foreigners, for you yourselves were once foreigners in the land of Egypt. You mean love immigrants? I mean, that's what that, it sounds like a little bit. That, Except for that they don't. They make them slaves. So, right. You know. But it does say servants, that you, sorry. you must love foreigners. And I don't see people doing that today. Yeah, no, it, that doesn't happen today. They don't love immigrants at all. Not not in general, in mass, in that, that uh, religious community that is the Christian 
America. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they seem to not like the immigrants. I'm not saying all Christians hate immigrants, but you know. But if you were seems to, to be a say thing that kind of runs through that crowd. If you so. were to gen- say generally speaking, how do Christians feel about immigrants? I mean, the obvious answer is mm, not so well. Right. Not so well. Yeah. You must fear the Lord your God, don't forget. Yeah, don't forget. And worship him and cling to him. <laughs> okay. Right. Your oaths must be in his name alone. I wonder if that involves your what hand. must be in his name alone. Your oaths, oaths, okay. oaths. Got it. Your when you make promises and swears. Got it. He alone is your God, the only one who is worthy of your praise, the one who has done these mighty miracles that you have seen with your own eyes. Mm. When your ancestors went down into Egypt, there were only seventy of them, but now. The Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. The end. Wait, there was only 70 when they were in Egypt? We're talking about 70 people. That somehow... That somehow turned into 600,000 in 40 years? Yeah. Does that even math? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound right to me. Unless they gathered... They would have been having to fuck like crazy. Like rabbits? I mean, seriously, that's a lot of fucking people. Maybe they gathered um, followers like the Moabites and all them. Like maybe they gathered followers along the way. I, I don't know, but se- but this all happened because of seventy fucking people. Seventy people made this religion last. God killed of years. all of Israelites' firstborn for, for seventy, 70 people. fucking people, yeah. and then those seventy people within actually. It was at the beginning of Numbers that there were 600,000 of them, and they had just come from Mount Sinai. Right. Which was only, like, days out. Like, this is this is complete and utter bullshit. Like, yeah, I don't that know. doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, and they definitely weren't, didn't become as numerous as the stars in the sky. No, but we've I mean, already impossible. talked about they, that. The hyperbole. people on this planet are still not as numerous as the stars in the sky. So right, right. that's stupid. That's silly. But whatever. Yeah, I just I, I'm taking issue with that number because that doesn't work in my head. I don't think they started out as only seventy. I think yeah, it definitely did not sound like only seventy. And moreover, that would be pretty shitty if God was like, mm, "You seventy of all the planet, I choose you." I I think that's a worthy question to maybe maybe <laughs> pursue in our Q and A. How many seventy? Who? How many left Egypt? And also remember, I was talking. It was in another episode where. It may be that they never were in Egypt in the first place. Yeah, I heard you say that. So that might be a worthy discussion on our Q and A for next or this uh, this coming Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I just that that kind of bothers me right there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all we've got for today for Deuteronomy chapter ten. I guess we will see you guys tomorrow for Deuteronomy chapter eleven. Sounds good. See you guys. Bye. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it es- escalates on a sliding scale of... You know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So, what 
exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is uh, sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> Ugh. All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.